What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 180, this week featuring my guests Mark Jamal and Andrew of the Baltimore area rock band Brunswick. Uh, we are playing a show together this Wednesday, January 25th at Zissimo's in Baltimore, which is in the, uh, the Hamden neighborhood, if you're familiar with that. Uh, the bill will also feature my band The Hollow Truths and Underline Passages, uh, who are friends of ours. Uh, Brunswick kind of describes their sound as an interesting mix of folk, pop, rock, and lots of hints of country, jazz, and soul. They feature their song Stumbling on this episode, which is uh, been getting some spins on Spotify, so if you like it, you definitely check it out wherever you stream music. Uh, we had a real fun conversation about all of our mutual interests and uh, mutual friends and stuff, so uh, hopefully if you are friends or fans of theirs, uh, you find out some didn't know before um and hopefully you can make it out to the show uh follow brunswick on all their socials um i added their website in the episode links as well and uh you can also find the podcast itself on uh all the socials that you might be on but uh, regardless thanks for listening in general and thanks for supporting local music uh that's what this is all about and uh, we definitely all appreciate it and the last few things I'd normally mention is Part-Time Rockstar Productions is going. If you're looking for a music video or any video content in the DMV. And uh, also there is a Shopify store for the podcast if you're looking for any merch. And Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland is the sponsor of this show. I take all my guitars there and Steven always does a great job. Without any further rambling, we'll get to the conversation with Brunswick. Anyway, yeah, I, uh, my name's Brett, by the way, if I uh, didn't mention that, obviously, I don't think I've met you guys in person before, fairly confident I haven't, if I have, then I apologize, because I forgot. It's, uh, yeah, I think we did, uh, didn't we do, you were at Metro Gallery with us, I think, but I'm, I think that was a crazy night, so, right? Yeah, was, was that the most recent show? No, it was, uh, that was a way, was... little ways back, right? Yeah, it was in like, uh, when was that? September or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I just delivered a pizza to you the other day. You tipped me well. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I am very uh, gratuitous to uh, all the service people out there. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, obviously uh, it's cool that you guys were able to kind of jump on this next show. 
again. So I figured um, might as well do a little a podcast, you know, prior to. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks for having us, man. We're excited to play um, on Wednesday, too, but it's awesome to get to talk to you before that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, people on the Internet necessarily want to hear about who's doing the drum share or anything like that. But um, <laughs> but that is you know, very important. It's important information. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, we can get two birds stoned at once, as they say. We there can uh, simultaneously promote your uh, your guys' music and uh, maybe hash out any of that stuff if we need to as well. So riveting. Yep. But, <laughs> but yeah, you have guys. You played, have you played there before? Uh, yeah. So I've kind of become friends with uh, the bar manager, bartender. Um, Paul, uh, Paul Joyce, who kind of runs the joint. He's got a band as well as we all do, and uh, he's been on the podcast. And yeah, he invited me back to play. It's really, uh, really cool spot for sure. I don't know if you guys have been up to Hamden at all recently. Yeah, I've never, I've never been there, but I've got, I've got some friends who have played there recently, and it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, like any show, it, it completely bomb and completely suck. But on a good night, it uh, can also be really fun, um, as anywhere. But specific, specifically there, I guess, because it's kind of like a speakeasy, kind of like almost a comedy club. It's very small, very cozy. So you obviously don't need many uh, many people there to make it feel full. So that nice. can be like the fun aspect of it. I find in... Uh, all the years and places I played, those are the best clubs or venues to play at because, like you said, it's intimate. You know, you yeah. really get that. You don't get that interaction like you would at like a sound stage or a Rams head. You know, you get you get that yeah. personal interaction there. Yeah, so I've had uh, mostly good gigs there uh, over the past couple of years, and um, I mean, Paul is really trying to like revive some of the you know smaller shows in that spot. I think he's only been working there a couple of years. And prior to that, he was booking somewhere else doing the exact same thing. But um, he's trying to make this a little bit, you know, more popular spot in uh, in Hamden, for sure. Yeah, it's been cool to see some of the, like, original music live venues come back, right? Because, like, around yeah. us, it's all, like, everybody wants to hear covers for the most part. And if you're not, like, a dedicated cover band, it's hard to book consistently like good shows so it's cool to see some of these places open up for original music again that's 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 cool for baltimore you know yeah and like i said um you know in paul's case in particular he's in the same you know boat that we're all in which is the original world so he's trying to do his best to you know put bills together and try to get people excited to come out and you know play the whole play the whole game so it's cool um yeah i guess that wasn't really a question but um we can get, we, we can get to um, easing into it man we'll, i guess for people listen yeah for people listening i'm talking to mark jamal and andrew respectively yep cool yep. Yeah. like what's, what's this like one fifth of the band we got 15 people i was in gonna the band. say you guys like yeah <laughs> freaking 100 people you know. we got um, carried away man you guys wouldn't happen to know the players band right yeah actually uh nick Ryder. Okay. Right? Isn't he in that? I don't know. They have like 18 people in their band too, but I bring them up because it's a similar operation. It's kind of like an army that rolls up on stage, yeah. you know, when they have everybody. <laughs> just overwhelming force. 
Yeah, I think yeah. Nick, a lot of the, um, a lot of stuff on the first record, Nick and his, his, his crew sort of played some of the horn lines on there. Um, as we were putting together the band, we were in the studio working on the record. So it was cool to meet some of those guys that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, their band, they were saying, is very much like a mercenary army because it could be any given day. They could have five people or ten people and people interchange all the time and they, everybody's playing a different band. So um, I don't know if your guys is a little bit more tight-knit than that. but um, Yeah, we, we definitely have the core. Uh, you know, there's... Was it seven? Is it really seven? Seven, right? I think it's eight. 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 I don't know, man. We always <laughs> forget Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same guys. Um, and we've, we've been lucky to find that just, just a, a core group of guys who are consistent and pros. And, and a lot of people, you know, studied music in college and they're just, yeah. just really good musicians all around. So we don't really have the turnover or the inconsistency that some of these larger bands do. So we're, we're lucky about it that way. Um, so at this point of the conversation, I had to take a quick phone call, but uh, we got right back to it. All right. Sorry about that. I would not normally be that uh, rude. However, someone literally just sawzalled off my catalytic converter off my car. And I realized that about an hour before uh, this was supposed to go down. So I've been trying to arrange um, a little bit of a, you know, rental and calling the cops yeah. and all that bullshit. So. Well, thanks for making time for us in between all that, man. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just like I've had some terrible luck with yeah. my car recently. Yeah. So somebody ran into it at, the, at a gig the other night. And I was just, uh, hit and run. It's just like, I don't know. I'm hoping for the ties to turn here. Yeah, you do. So. You're overdue a, a break. Yeah. I'm thinking. Hoping. <laughs> um, should we text Jamal real quick? Just tell him I I'm back. Him I'm here. I can't see. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, back to our regularly scheduled interview. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't remember what we were talking about other than, uh, you know, obviously you guys got a number of people yeah. in the band. Yeah, and uh, that's got it. Got to be fun for sure. It is, man. I'll, I'll tell you. I don't let these guys. Maybe, maybe they have a different opinion than me, but I, I, I like it because, you know, we all get to sort of write together, and everybody's mm -hmm. from a different musical background. So I, I think that's what, you know, I'll come to the band with a song, or Tom and Andrew's working on stuff too. Like everybody will come to the band with a song, and it'll just end up being something that it would have never been if just one person wrote it, um, which is kind of yeah. cool. So like our music's pretty eclectic, I think. And that's because of there's eight different people who, who have opinions on, on the songs. And it, you guys must have, I'm oh, sorry. And it, it's, it's cool the way we, we work as a unit uh, because everyone, you know, the, the, the euphemism that too many chefs at the table, but you know, we we all sit back and collectively bring our own parts in, and then we talk about it. It's no, it's not, it's not anything like, you know, I'm gonna put this in here and it is what it is. We talk about it and we work it through. Um, I think the way we rehearse and the way we practice and the way we write 
is very forward thinking and it prevents a lot of burnout with the team. So, um, you know, kudos to Mark to cultivate the mm. culture uh, in, in our rehearsal sessions. I pay these guys well, man. See, yeah. they just they have to say nice yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, uh, according, I, I always use Spotify as my reference most of the time anyway. Um, I guess when you're talking about like, burning each other out it looks like you've only been doing stuff since like a year or two is that incorrect or no that's that's right i mean we jamal and i have known each other forever um but this band and this this band's been together since what january 22 uh the band has been together since june of 22 june of 22 so like relatively young um Mm-hmm. And, and again like with eight people like there are a ton of different personalities so you do have a lot to manage there but i think it's still so so new and so fresh for everybody that it's still yeah. in the honeymoon phase right like everybody everybody yeah. gets to contribute and we try to keep it that way like jamal said it's not just like hey this is my song shut up and play it um mm-hmm. so hopefully that keeps everybody engaged um but right now it's easy. Everybody's excited. I mean, we just put out a record. We're working on new music already for round two. So everybody's, you know, all in. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I guess Jamal must've been kind of more referencing just playing in bands in general then and kind of getting burned down on old projects and stuff like that, which definitely, definitely happens. Um, but uh, it seems like you guys are also doing pretty well on Spotify for just having uh, a recent album out, uh, getting some spins. So that's cool. Yeah, slow, slow and steady. You know, we we um we just released "Stumbling" as a single, um, like sort of alongside with the full release record. We were really sort of promoting that one as as the single. Um, so that one's done pretty yeah. well. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. But again, like. If you go through the the record, each song sounds so so different from the one before it, but it also kind of makes sense. So I think, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of who you are, there's something in there that everybody should be able to latch onto because there's so many different styles of music that we draw from, which was intentional. Um, but it sounded yeah. like too forced or too contrived. We really tried to to bring this melting pot together. So you might like one song and you might really hate six, songs, but there's always, there's going to be something in there that I think everybody can find that they like. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the, uh, the Daft Punk, uh, cover on, uh, on YouTube. That was kind of cool. Well, that might be, or is that, I don't different think that was us. Brunswick? If it was us, it was unintentional. <laughs> you guys don't have horns in your band. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. Have yeah. Trumpet, sax and trombone. Full sax. Okay, I thought that was you then. Did maybe. we do a Daft Punk cover? I just can't remember. Not huh. that I know of. That's weird. <laughs> ah, all right. There's an. Yeah, maybe somebody else. I think else we have a pretty common band that. name. We're just trying to kick them all out, and we'll be the only ones associated with it. It's it's kind of like Highlander. We you know we show up to their gigs, take yeah. their hits and their power, and uh, <laughs> those those old enough to remember Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one. Man. Yeah. You're on your own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess to set the record straight, what do you guys go by online? 
I mean, other than Brunswick, I guess. Like, what's your handle? BSWK fan. Huh. We were finding that, like, when when we were coming up with names or or when we had the name and we were coming up with, like, profiles. Because there's a Brunswick, like, in every state. So there's always, like, a Brunswick high school marching band. And we were like, these, (laughs) like... So, yeah, that must have been what I found. <laughs> so, BSWK ban uh, on all the stuff, yeah. and then I found your you, I found your YouTube channel now. Oh, there you go. Which I thought I was already looking right. at, but I you're guess like I none wasn't. of these guys on the YouTube channel are I'm talking to you right now. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> you look like high school kids from well, like, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, when you have so many members in the band, you're kind of like, ah, maybe it's just not the exact same people, yeah. but. Um. Yeah, it's funny because I also I do like that little uh, town in Maryland, Brunswick. Yeah. That's like sits right on the right on the river there in the Potomac near uh, Harper's mm-hmm. Ferry. There's like a brewery and stuff yeah. up there. I drove through that one by accident, but I'm I'm from New Jersey originally, so there's a Brunswick, New Jersey, and that's actually where Tom, who plays lead guitar for us, that's where he's from. We just we didn't know it. Okay. And uh, yeah, like Jamal and I, we were driving up to a concert in New York, and we. We're thinking of band names and i think we were either like we had it or tired or hungry or something and and so we were just like fuck it like that's a cool name on a road sign and so there you go yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it was between uh brunswick and perth amboy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> west orange you know when you're just on the jersey turnpike for like three hours and you're just delirious and delusional just thinking you're tired of thinking about it I wish it was a better story, man, but it's just like that just happened to be the exit we were yeah. on, I think, when we gave up. Yeah, that makes cool. sense. Yeah. Do you guys have any have any plans to play up in Jersey or in New York City? Uh we're going to be in Asbury Park on four twenty one at the Asbury Hotel. And then nice. uh from there we're we're um you know, working with our label to gather more bookings in the area. Um we're working on getting to John and Peters, which is in Hope, PA. So, you know, run it, run it in the New York, New Jersey, PA circuit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So you guys are on a, on a label? Yes, uh, we're, that's, that's we're on Net 400, uh, which is a label out of right. uh, out of Jersey. Yeah, they've, they've been great, man. Right like we, when we made this record, um, Neil, who runs the label, has worked with Jamal before. And so he, Jamal sent him, I guess, a, like a, a preview, right. Of a couple songs. And so he reached right out and was like, Hey, I think I really can help you promote this and, and uh, would love to work with y'all. So it was a good, it was a good um, meeting and a good idea for us to, to join forces with them right away. Um, so he's really great yeah. hooking us up with, with, a, a good team around us to make sure we don't screw anything up. Um, and so now, now that we have the record out and we're able to actually promote it, not through the winter, um, we're going to be making a lot of mm-hmm. runs sort of up through New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, which is really where mint has a, a stronghold. So whose Airbnb account do you guys <laughs> uh, draw straws to use? Y'all you know rampage your way into a new town yeah i think friends couches is the the airbnb that mm. 
we'll, we'll find oh. some couches. I'm from Jersey, and like I said, Tom is from New Jersey okay. as well. So we'll we'll always have people that we can overtake. It is a small yeah. army. Like we can't we can't think everyone's going to accept eight people all at once in their. Yeah, you need like a, a school bus <laughs> or something. Yeah. That's why. Hey, we're working through the logistics, man. Don't don't make me look stupid here on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, that's that's what uh, talking to people on the internet is for is documenting all the things that you plan to do and and won't do. Right. So and I think people know. like it's uh-huh. funny. I mean, th- at the local level, when you talk about like going on a tour, you know, people still think of like a shitty Ford three fifty passenger like fifteen passenger van and a trailer in the back, and like it's definitely going to be an experience having that many people in one or two cars plus all the gear. You know, so there's a lot of stuff to figure out that goes yeah. into even a short tour. It's it's a three hour drive, so we're not going across the country, but uh, you know, stuff like that. There's there's a ton of logistics. I don't think people realize what it takes to get an out of state band to go play a show somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's a pain in the ass with just three people. Yeah, I know. Get those calendars <laughs> to line up. So we'll get uh, it. Imagine a 26 hour. Uh, was it? 700 mile sausage fest of a drive that <laughs> <laughs> we did that we uh i feel bad because i see andrew andrew's there i promise man this is what happens when you give a lead singer a microphone they just don't uh, <laughs> no, you've been great cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we did a band that jamal and i were in before brunswick we played south by um nice years ago and so like we got the it was a last minute call we got the call like on a tuesday and our gig like south by uh south by proper or or just uh austin during south by week austin Austin yeah uh but it was like a south by sanctioned gig but it wasn't like one of the really good ones like the really high yeah Uh, yeah i got you so we got the call on like a tuesday and we had to be there on a friday and so we put the put the route together Wednesday, did two rental vans from Hertz, drove. We left like Thursday morning or no, Thursday night, Jamal, right after everybody got off of work. Yep. Drove overnight, stopped in Dallas for at Jamal's aunt's house in Dallas, slept for a couple hours, drove to Austin, played the show on Saturday, packed up from the show, drove home, and we're back in Maryland on Sunday night. It was a wow. shit show. It was yeah. Monday morning because I had to go to work. Monday morning, right. Everybody yeah, had to go to work. Yep, that's right. <laughs> it was a mess. You didn't have any, uh, you know, more affluent members of the band fly in just to avoid the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just dudes and two. We had one van that had all the gear and one van that had all the guys. And it was it was yeah. fun. Be like Stuff like that, really, you get close real fast, you know, but like. Yeah. Yes. Not- I remember remember Lee yeah, but- uh, when we finally got back. I didn't want to see those guys for like a whole month. It was a <laughs> <lot>. <laughs> yeah. What's the furthest? That's only one. Sorry, go ahead. one date. No, you're good. I'm just saying that's and that's only one show. Yeah. Yeah. We got we played the show showcase, I guess, and then we went back and we were in New Orleans or somewhere in Louisiana. And we got a call. And they were like, hey, do you guys want to play tonight? <laughs> and we were like, 
no motherfucker fuck you where were you like <laughs> 17 hours ago you can't turn around and like go back but it was yeah. all that for one one 30 minute set but at that you know i mean like at that point you just have to play everywhere maybe not that, that crazy, oh yeah like we were we were dumb and, and we would have taken anything yeah no i mean personally i i love austin and going down for south by and, and all that stuff it's uh haven't been offered the official gig yet but sometimes i'll just pick up a gig at a bar or house party yeah. or something. this was like, like i said this was not one of like the ones where all the labels came to but it was it was on whatever that Sixth street. yeah whatever that main street was um it was cool and, yep. you know packed and I remember I broke a string, so I like handed some girl in the front row my guitar, and she was just, like in this crowded bar. She's just holding my guitar while we're like playing the rest of the set. It was, it was a mess. Sounds like, sounds like a party. <laughs> it was good though. Now we got to get out there with Andrew, so Andrew can experience the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever. No, I've played in Pittsburgh one time. I think that's like the only. That's the furthest place I've played away from from Baltimore. So. <clears throat> and that was at a party. Nice. Yeah. Who has the worst farts in the van? This band hasn't traveled with each other yet. But I was, oh, so I would say know. Tom. Who, who, whose flatulence is Tom. the worst? Tom. Right. He's, not on, he's not on the call. Uh, <laughs> he's not here to not here to defend himself. Let's go Perfect. with Tom. Tom's yeah, Tom. the pretty one. Tom's the good looking one. So we have to give him something that he's not good at and he, he has really bad gas it's on the internet now so it has to be true <laughs> well, uh, that was sort of a, a double whammy there he sort of gave him a, a compliment as as the hot guy in the van <laughs> and then he took him took him down a notch with his yeah, nasty see, I can't, ripping farts I can't let these guys get so, nobody's ego can be bigger than mine yeah. Brett like this you know what I mean so they have to build them up and break no, them down <laughs> Yeah, as a as a good a good there leader go. should. See? See? <laughs> Got the old LSD lead singer. <laughs> what Jamal was it? I said behind behind every lead singer is a drummer who's never in any of the pictures. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> every picture we have yeah. is like my the headstock of my guitar is covering his face, or I'm doing something stupid, and <laughs> you see like a stick coming out of my head, but. Never have Jamone. Yeah. I mean, it's already hard to get the drummer in the picture, but with the size of our band, it's especially <laughs> hard. It has to be taken from so far back. Right. Yeah. Well, they they say drummers get laid the most, so I don't know. Maybe they they get the last laugh. But I I always feel bad for the uh, the bass players of the world, the underappreciated bass players. Yeah. There's a really funny uh, YouTube video on that where they all have like a support group, like it's AA <laughs> together, and they meet up and talk about and talk shit about their singers and their guitar players. Yeah, I see. I don't mind being underappreciated as a bass player, but with it with the size of the band, then it's it's hard for me to fit on stage. So like, I'll have to position myself like behind the horn <laughs> section, and they're all like way taller than me so it's hard to, yeah oh, <laughs> i was gonna say it's hard to find a stage big enough for all you guys i mean this will definitely be an interesting interesting gig in that department yeah 
So I, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think we figured out how to to fit a little bit better now. So yeah, yep. we we, we played uh, Soleil. So what? Our trombone is going to stand on our saxophone player's shoulders. So hopefully, <laughs> there's more height. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was also imagining. Is like you have to like stagger each other. Yeah. You know, like a marching band or something. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think. A- Andrew's usually the one that's hidden. Like, because the, the three horn players are, it's, a, it's too big, Brett. Like, we just, we'll probably just need to fire some people. That's really <laughs> You know, if uh, on a long enough timeline, you can probably. Probably nature will take its course there. <laughs> you probably won't even have to do anything. If I know anything about how bands, yeah, work. I hope not, man. Like, like I said, like we are. These got my. So my goal was to be the worst person in the band, like the worst quality, like not talking down about myself, not being like, like self-deprecating or humble, like legitimately the worst person. So I've done that, and it'd be hard to lose any one of them because like everybody. I know it sounds cliche, but everybody really does contribute. Like we, we wrote a song that was going to be on the first record that we decided not to put on the record because it wasn't good enough. It sucked. And so we were just messing around at rehearsal and like, who was it, Jamal, like Jay or John, somebody came up with a saxophone line or it might've been Makai. Somebody came up with a line that just changed the whole song. And then we just wrote it better. So like that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. This, lineup wasn't together so i mean i know what you mean man like it's hard to keep four people together let alone eight everybody's got personalities and lives outside of this and their whole thing but it's not the same when we get somebody for a gig it's not the same at least for me that was the big takeaway like if you write it better it's going to sound better and that's what i try to explain to mark like write it better (laughs) 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 that's right you got to get on them. Yeah. That's right. Remember how I told you we were going to have to trim some some people down? <laughs> man, Ableton Live. Hey, I, I'm I'm trying to lose weight, buddy. Yeah, we, we'll we'll have a lighter, gross weight at the end of it. <laughs> By next, you're going to give Tom a run for his money for for best looking. Cool. Nah, man, I'm an old man. I, I'm I put those days of groupies behind me. <laughs> uh. We do, though, I do get, with Andrew, I do get a, a lot of texts like, we need to see your bass player more, or you need to feature your bass player more. <laughs> like, that's true. People people are like, we need to, you need to feature your bass. So we, we he now has a bass solo on one of our songs. Can't tell anybody, yep. though. That's an exclusive you've just got there, Brett. Yeah, right on. All about exclusivity the on this show. bass solos. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta have gotta have a couple of days solos. Yeah. <laughs> so um usually uh what I do like for the format for this thing is I like feature a song or two. Is there uh, one in particular? Is I would assume maybe the new single or is uh something different? Well, you guys have an idea? Um I I think I think stumbling. That that seems to be the be the groove right now. Is there a backstory behind that song in particular, or is uh, is there not? Um, this is one. So I I had this one written for a while, 
and like I just write everything on my acoustic guitar. So like I'll bring, I'll bring all these songs to to the band. It's really just guitar vocal. Um, but this song has been written for a while, and it's it's really about like trying to. I have a hard time talking about what my songs are about, so forgive me if I'm like wandering all over the place. But I think lyrically, it's one of the better songs that I've written, just in the sense of like that it actually tells a bit of a story where it's just not a bunch of words put together that end up sounding good. There's, there's a bit of a message. Like, yeah. so a lot of it's about finding yourself and finding, finding the, uh, like it's a love song at heart, but it's more about something bigger, like trying to find out who you're supposed to be on your own, who you're supposed to be with. And then is there something bigger than all of this that we're all, working within so it's not it's not about like a higher power it's not like we don't go into any of that with our music but it really is like is there something bigger than what we're than all of us just kind of walking around aimlessly like are, are we supposed to all be together something like that i don't know i should probably come up with a better answer uh but yeah man. Well, this, this is good just consider this like practice, practice yeah. for pitching yourself later to like actual you know important people oh. Record label. Well, you're on a record label. Bigger record labels. This I don't is, know. No, but Stuff I like mean, that. like, I, I honestly, like, I don't, I know what the songs are about when I write them, but then as we play them, they just evolve into something. And, you know, when you play a song so often, it does sort of revert back to just, like, words that you're trying, you're trying to remember the words and you're trying to put on a show. And, like, you do lose some of the meaning over yeah. time. So I, I know what it meant when I wrote it, but it does change as the band gets involved. You know, musically, it's more emotional now than when I wrote it. So it, there are spiritual elements to it, but it's not in the sense you would think. It's more like, you know, being on stage, being with these guys and singing these words has a different meaning now than when I wrote it, however many years ago that I actually like sat down and wrote it on my bed. Right. So it's hard yeah. to go back to where you started because it means something different now. That's cool. Saved myself uh, there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally I'd probably go a tad more in depth uh, or ask you more in depth questions on that subject. But like I said today, I kind of had to keep it, unfortunately, a tad shorter. Yeah. So uh, it's not that bad. It's just a lot of phone calls and, uh, probably got to get to the uh, the rental car facility before they close but um usually the way i kind of wind these things down is like i don't know shout outs like uh to people who are helping out the band right now or band members or family members or friends frenemies whoever you think might like actually listen to this well, well i'll start um i like to shout out uh you know, I'm still a little bit of Mark Thunder, but um, Song Builder Studios and, um, you know, Frank Marchand uh, did some uh, contribution to the record. Um, uh, Kevin Walker, uh, bass player who could contribute it. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, 17 Tim Percussion, Scorpion Percussion and Legato Cymbals, uh, you know, uh, for, you know, the sound of, you know, the record in, in the most part. Um Mark, yeah, you a lot of people. So Steve, Steve and Willis at Song Builders and Nate Lanzino, who were like the three producers and engineers on this. Um, 
our, our photographer, Liz, I want to shout out to her too. Cause she's, she's been awesome with us. She's, she's taken all of our, our live photos and the band photos. Uh, yeah. So she, she's been great. Um, I think you got everybody that I can think of Jamal. If, if and you know, if we're missing somebody, I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> we can tag them <laughs> later. It's fine. Oh, Mets 400. Like, we definitely got to thank them. Oh, we talked. Yeah. We talked about Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Neil. Um, and everyone over there as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot. Um, but we, I know we don't have time for yeah. it. I like to thank Andrew. Um, he's doing a good job of just, you know, holding it down with me. Our rhythm section I, is, is pretty, pretty, really, pretty good. Um, you know, the, the members of the band, obviously, Jay, Mackay, John, Josh, Tom, Mark, you know. Um, oh, yeah, and Andrew. Yeah, I feel as though I'm missing someone. <laughs> oh, that's you got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> myself, yeah. I like to thank myself yeah, most of it. all for rocking so hard. Um, but <laughs> uh, but that's every that's it. I think everyone. Uh, Andrew, anybody special? Um, no, probably just just the band, really. <laughs> I mean, John, John especially. I mean, he's the one who kind of um, recommended me to you to play in the band and that's kind of why i'm there right now so john's definitely he's our trombone player he's been like a huge part of me being in the band so you know i was thinking about that earlier like wow. how how did we because i was like all right if he asked like how did we find each other and i was like i i think i just like slid into your dms like a creeper yeah yeah <laughs> i was like hey man <laughs> like I play in this band. Like, do you have free time? Yeah. And you ignored me for um, ever. No, that was Josh. No, I know you wrote. I know. <laughs> I think I replied like right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just another, just a guy creeping on another guy on Facebook, and here we are. I'm here for it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> is Brett? Is there anything that you uh, you want us to to know for Wednesday? Where do you go? Um, I lost my oh. sound. I think AirPods died, and now I'm messing with the MIDI settings. So, um, yeah, just been uh, not the smoothest sailing day, but uh, look forward to seeing you guys at the show. It should be a good time. Yeah, man. Oh, that was fun. Thanks for having us on it. Yes, sir. Sorry about that, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to come on. So yeah, we had a few uh, technical difficulties on this episode, but uh, regardless, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, supporting Brunswick. Definitely uh, consider coming out to the show on Wednesday. Should be a good time. I believe tickets are like 10 bucks at the door, and I think it starts around 7, or at least doors start around 7. Uh, the song you're hearing in the background is called Stumbling by Brunswick. Uh, have a good week.
Sing and dance just for you, please.